Hey, this is Devin Adams from the Happy Little Hero Clicks YouTube channel. Just giving a quick shout out. Congratulations, guys, on your 200th episode. I am Mike Anderson. I'm Chris Jepson. And I'm Jake Robinson with the Rule of Three podcast. And like Trinity War Superman, Dial H for Hero Clicks is the best podcast that is and ever will be. This is Professor Irx from the Alpha Strike Hero Clicks on YouTube, and you're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks, the home of Bad Samaritan, the best game in podcast land. This is Mr. Clicksflicks, and you are listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks, the premier podcast for laughs and Hero Clicks related news. This is Edward Shelton, aka Dark Logos from Starting Over Podcast. It turns out the sequel can be just as good as the original. You're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day including all of the latest HeroClick singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Welcome back to Dial H for HeroClix. Uh, this is episode 201. My name is Chris Britton. I'm your host, and joining me in the studio today is my sexy co-host, Ranch Hand Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. I want to start off by saying I love your new catchphrase. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, here in the Dial H Studio, we like to bring you up-to-date information about the game of Heroclix and other nerd-related content. But let's start off this week with just a couple things that made us happy. Calder, let's start off with you, man. What made you happy this week? You know, a few things made me happy, Chris. It was a great week, despite the fact that we got, like, 10 inches of snow yesterday. Uh, also, previewed, though, for the first time, I'm a huge action figure collector. Y'all know that. Sideshow Collectibles released pictures of their Infinity War Captain America figure, and what got me really hyped is that it had a little blocked-out spot on the page that said Mystery Weapon to be revealed. So it kind of gets me even more hyped for Infinity War to see that Cap's going to have some mystery weapons. Uh, I just got back from seeing A Quiet Place, uh, one of the best movies I've seen so far this year. It was absolutely amazing. That made me pretty happy. And, you know, playing D&D, and this will be a short story, I'll keep it quick, guys, but we're basically, we're fighting these scarecrows, which is hilarious, and the guy, the DM says, alright, scarecrow is going to yell right in your face, you got to roll, like, a sanity check or whatever to see if he just shakes your soul, and I'm like, you know, I'm pretty confident, when he asks me to roll a D20, I'm, I'm rolling dice, man, one thing here is this place is good, it's rolling dice, I say, you know what, an eagle heart's soul is not easily shaken, Guess what appears? <laughs> just just take a guess on, on what the dice landed on, Chris. 20. Uh, 20. Really? Not 20? 20? No, nice. no, not 20. Actually, no. I'm saying there's 20 sides to that dice. Guess what it could possibly land on? Oh, it definitely landed on a 1. Oh, it landed on a 1. <laughs> I do this big cool. My soul isn't easily shaken. 1. And he's like, uh, you, you cracked your pants. I'm like, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so uh, Scarecrow with the yellow lantern ring. Got it. Yep. <laughs> Ingesting fear. How about you, Chris? Uh, a couple of things this week that made me happy. One, I got a brand new desk from Ikea. I love Ikea, by the way. Um, oh. God, God bless the Swedes. Uh, so my command center here at the Dial H Studio is much bigger than what it was. I'm happy about that. Uh, two, finally convinced Jaylene to restart the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series with me because she made it like three episodes into season one and gave up and never tried it again. I was like... But how did you miss all the other seasons? But she gave in, so we're we're on that now, which I'm excited about. Um, nice. I have been cashing in on my movie pass, which 
If there's anybody out there that doesn't know, the movie pass is like this one-time purchase that lasts a year, and I got it for like 90 bucks because it was on sale. Anyway, you go watch a movie every single day uh, for the whole year. And I just watched Tomb Raider the other day. Ended up actually being legitimately good. I liked it. Uh, nice. But then, then I also got to see Pacific Rim, but we'll get into that. I was pretty excited about that. So, And then uh, lastly, man, I've been completely addicted to Marvel Strike Force recently. It's so good. Oh, my gosh, Chris. I, you got me addicted on that, too. I'm, I've been playing it nonstop the past, like, week, and uh, it is fun. We need you need to join my alliance. That we, we won't get alliance. into that. We, we'll start a second <laughs> podcast for Marvel Strike Force. Oh, here we go. That's not important right now. Let's get into uh, some news. So it looks like we got three figure previews this week from Infinity, and I don't really have any strong opinions, but I know Calder does. So Calder, why don't you start us off, pick a figure, and uh, rant about it? All right, I'll you know I'll just start from the top. We're gonna go with Double Dinosaur and the Moon Boy. They are clocking in at two seventy five, one seventy five, or seventy five points. So a few different starting lines. I have one small gripe about their sculpt. It's a cool dynamic pose. You know, Devil Dinosaur is running, but he's standing on one leg. Uh, it just, you know, that irks me. Uh, he, it might break. That's, that's all I'm saying. So he's got one trait. Uh, well, first we go over the keywords. Excuse me. Fallen Angels coming back. Savage Land, Animal Brute, and Pass. All very fitting. The trait is Moon Boy. Free. Make a range attack with a range value of 4, an attack value of 9, and a damage value of 1. These values can't be replaced or modified Basically, you gotta make a free range attack, and it's Moon Boy. So to me, it's like that's Moon Boy flinging poo at you, you know. <laughs> it's it's probably a rock. No, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, poo. it's it's poo. He's flinging poo, man. <laughs> they have improved movement, ignores characters, which is awesome. Top dial, we're looking at this is two seventy five, and also every uh, top dial has the same combination for the most part. Charge, Blades, 10 movement, 11 attack, 18 defense with Invincible, 3 damage. They have Indomitable and, you know, Colossal Stamina. So that's basically what they look like for the top two clicks. On every dial, they have Charge Blades with just one less reducer. So it goes Impervious and then a Vulnerability, and then they get Toughness. It's cool. They have Charge Blades. That's good. That's very fitting. And then for the three clicks after they have Charge Blades, you'll see there's a theme in these Colossals. They all have this... Weird. Same top two, and then basically the same dial on every single one. They have their special movements, Quake, Impervious, and then Close Combat Expert. And then it's also going to be their special movement, Quake, Insert Defense Power here that's different, and Close Combat Expert. Very interesting dial. Their special movement is Thunder Lizard, Charge and Sidestep, and Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy damage one or more opposing characters with a close attack. After resolutions, remove an action token from Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy. So as long as you keep hitting people each turn while you're sidestepping and charging or whatever, they're never going to get a token. This is a, this is can potentially be really sick and broken, and I absolutely love it. Just they're just keep charging through people. It's great. What's even better about this is that it has colossal stamina. Oh yeah. So I mean, as long if you just hit them and you already you only have one action token because they have indom, you, you get the second action token that you remove it. And then you could just constantly attack, like, every turn. So that's pretty cool. 
It is. It is awesome. I'm very excited. And uh, it's good to have good old normal double dinosaur back. Do you want to talk about Tigra, or I can do it again and just yell about how angry I am? About how angry you are? No, I want to talk about Cosmo. Um, oh, okay. Mo mostly because I actually really like Cosmo as a character, and it's been a really long time since we've had him click, so I'm. it's a welcome addition to have him back. So, uh, If you don't know who Cosmo is, he's the... He's, He's a cosmonaut. He's a dog that is Russian. Russian space dog. Awesome. So uh, Cosmo, uh, he's got the Annihilators, Guardians of the Galaxy, keywords, as well as Animal and Cosmic. He has a trait called Origin, Before the Guardians. If Cosmo is part of a Guardians of the Galaxy theme team, he has protected, outwit this game. Otherwise, he modifies his attack and defense by plus one this game. So that's a pretty sweet trait. Uh, regardless of whether you run him on Guardians team or not, it, it's really both beneficial and love it it's going to be even better when you hear the stats because that plus one t to defense his whole dial is insane uh he does have improved targeting ignores hindering terrain makes sense he is a telepathic dog um coming in at 70 points with six range double bolts no special combat symbols although i kind of wish they kind of gave him the the tiny symbol but whatever we'll, we'll keep trucking this is a five-click long dial. The four, first four clicks of the dial has the same speed power called I am Cosmo, I am Brain. Uh, mind control, you like that Russian accent? I love uh, it. <laughs> mind control, when Cosmo uses it to target more than one character, modify attack by plus one. Uh, so that's pretty cool. It, so it's ten, but with this it would be eleven, and then if you're not running them on a theme team, it's going to be twelve. So Not on a Guardians theme team, still Animal Cosmic or Annihilators. Yeah, yeah. It, which is great. So that's pretty cool. Uh, he has telekinesis top dial with 10 attack, uh, 18 defense with willpower. Now that 18 defense will be 19 defense with that plus one, which is great. Two damage with outwit. Um, so the second click, it actually changes very abruptly into 11 attack incapacitate, 17 defense with energy shield deflection, and two damage with a special uh, damage power called You'll have a loud brain. Uh, free. Choose an opposing character within range. Until your next turn, that power can't, that character can't be given power actions. Yes! <laughs> that's so nasty! I love it! Uh, so that's, that's pretty cool. I think that the old Cosmo was a very good figure. I think that this Cosmo is a very good figure. So I think somebody is uh, liking on Cosmo at the WizKids uh, dial design place. Um, other than that, he does have one last click that kind of... Yeah, don't forget him. about that I, incredibly I like the, dope the, last this click. This really awesome last click where he just turns into a, a rabid dog is the only thing I could say. He's got charge, 12 attack with blades. So in this case, I guess it would be actually B-Fangs. Uh, 16 defense with willpower and 2 damage with Battle Fury. So... This is a really good figure. I really like it. The sculpt's pretty solid. And for, I mean, it's a, just a dog and a cosmonaut. And uh, wait, he's got some swirly mind stuff going on. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I like Cosmo. I think he's a good character, so I'm glad they remade him. Absolutely. I, one quick thing I got to say about Cosmo. I love this figure. <laughs> if you notice, he shuts down. I mean, he shuts down calling in ID characters, can't be given power actions. That can be potentially huge. For being 70 points, he's like a solid support, and then later he's uh, he's good. He's nasty. I love him. 
It's been years since we had a Cosmo. This one is so amazing. The uh, best part about just, it is that that's a free action to choose an opposing yes. character. Like, it's great. Oh. And it, be, because it's choose an opposing character within range, uh, he's got ignores hindering for range. So. Which is also amazing. And then he can double bolt in cap on the same turn. Like, oh, oh, it's so gross. Yeah, he's a good figure. Beautiful. All right, so I guess I got to talk about her. Uh, I don't like her. I'm going to say it right away, but I'm going to read it. I'm, I'm going to tell you what she does, and we're going to keep going. Hey, wait, can uh, I first say that we were right? We were right. So yep. we, we've got uh, three of the chases, and we're, we're spot on on uh, calling what they would be so far. Just saying. Not saying we're right. Just saying we're right. You know? Yeah. Uh, all right, so Tigra, Chase Tigra, she's number 047. Avengers, Animal, and Cosmic. She's got two traits. Oh, boy, I wonder what they could possibly be. Cosmic Entity. Uh, Tigra can't be a target of attack. That is more than one target. That's cool. Uh, her trait is, second trait is the third virtue of life. Tenacity. Flurry. Uh, I haven't seen that before. Once per turn, when Tigra's attack girl has a three after resolutions, friendly characters can use Blades, Claws, Fangs this turn. So, just want to say really quick, the odds of you rolling a 3 or 4 on a d6 are the highest, pretty much. They're in that middle ground. And that's probably one of the lamest things ever, is Blaze Cause Fangs. But, I digress. She also has 4 clicks of life for 50 points, and of course the power of Cosmic Teen ability. I hate Tigra. Um, I don't think she should ever be a chase. But we're going to read it anyway. She has 12 phasing, 12 attack blades, ATD friends, super senses, 2 damage with Empower. She's Empower her entire dial. She has super senses for her top 3 clicks. She has blades for her top 3 clicks. After she loses face and teleport, she gains sidestep for two clicks. And then on her very last click, which is, of course, stop mastermind, she has a seven movement, ten attack, both bear, 17 defense mastermind, and then two damage uh, and power. She is so lame. She is the worst <laughs> case. If, if, if we pull this figure, if I buy a brick, because I might buy another brick for all I know, if I pull this figure, if you pull this figure, dear listener, I, I humbly apologize on WizKid's behalf, because you, you've just pulled the worst chase in the set, and she is going to be... She, you're not making your money back. I'm sorry, man. I'm just... That's... You better hope you got good super rares if you pull this, because she is... She's hot garbage. Ugh. We'll bring you onto the podcast if you shoot a video of yourself... Of you beating a disfigure with a hammer. That'd be pretty cool. We will bring you on the podcast. You'll be my, my favorite person in the world if you do that. <laughs> Okay, so I was thinking about this this set of chases, by the way. And prior to this, I, I almost believed that the worst set of chases that Marvel's made in a really long time was the vehicles. Because, like, nobody wanted them. Very true. But I'm sorry, but hands down, this is the worst set of chases I've seen in a very long time. I totally agree. Oh, Quasar, Star Fox, and ugh, Photon, or whatever she's going to be. They better be good. They, they better be good. Oh my gosh. And I have absolutely no desire to see these. So, uh, absolutely okay. not, yep. Thank God there's so many 2 by 2s in this set, because that's pretty cool. Very true. That's, that's going to be the real moneymaker of this set. Anyways, on to less depressing news. Oh, last thing I want to say about oh, the 2x2s. Okay. Even if you aren't using them, you can still at least use them as statues, which is kind of cool. Oh, they're going to be sick statues, so, especially if you do that. get all the cosmic ones. Yeah, okay, all right. Less depressing news. How about the fact we got a concept art picture of a Tri-Sentinel from the upcoming Days of Future Past summer event? Uh, so that's kind of cool. It looks like it has the same thing going on 
as one of the previous Sentinels made where it had detachable pieces that made it look like it had like laser beams shooting out of its eyes. Um, I retract or a, what's that? A scopic? Is that what that thing's called? Uh, retractable thing coming out of its arm and I don't know. It's got like detachable pieces, I guess. So it's cool. That. It adds a little bit of customizability to the game, and I always like those. So it'll be fun. They need to make more stuff that lights up. Oh my gosh, I don't think they'll ever make stuff that lights up, but it'd be cool. It's well, they already have before. There's a precedent for this. What if they made it lights up? What do you mean? What? What? Any monitor. Does it really light up? Yeah, not the black lantern, not the black oh, lantern no, one, but what, the the other one, the old one, it like had light up eyes. I know I've never seen a oh, any monitor in real life, so yeah, <laughs> that's actually that, really cool. That was a thing. They should bring like, that back. That would be cool. I know I've seen people put like little LEDs in their lantern batteries, and those were sick. I did like the way those looked. Anyway, uh, here, anyway. here here's some more information uh, that maybe some people will be really excited about. I think that uh, Calder and I have already previously spoken about this. Pretty sure we're on two opposite ends of this, or opposite sides of this fence. But let's get into the Secret Wars Battle World set that has been announced for Marvel. So here we go. Uh, WizKids will release Marvel HeroClick Secret Wars based on the Marvel Comics epic crossover event in October. The Marvel Universe is combined to form the collective battle world planet run by the powerful barons of each domain. There are new versions of the Avengers, Runaways, and Captain America featuring the shifting focus trait. So that I'm actually pretty interested in. Yeah. Shifting focus cap. Um, Weird World will include Akron the Magnificent, or I'm sorry, Archon the Ma Magnificent, Man-Things, that's plural, uh, Witch Queen LeFay and Crystar. There are Wild West versions of Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, and Black Widow. Spider Island includes new versions of the Iron Fist, Hulk, and Captain Marvel, who will take on the evil Spider Queen. The Thor Corps will introduce Dino Thor and Destroyer Thor alongside Ultimate Thor. That's, like, the only thing I'm excited about for this set right there. That and the cap. Shifting okay. Cap. So... Um, Finish reading. Yeah, yeah. Uh, characters new to the game include Carrick, Killmonger, Regent, and Viv Vision, which I've seen online. Multiple people are pretty excited about that. The run of the Visions uh, was actually really solid, and a oh, lot really of people good. really, really liked it, so I can see where they would like Viv. Um, uh, we got a breakdown. The booster set will include 16 commons plus one prime, 16 uncommons plus one prime, 16 rares plus one prime, 12 super rares plus one prime, and six chases. Uh, maybe they'll just be six of the exact same chase, like these Infinity versions of Thor and Tigra, but, but like, good. Uh, uh. That'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, each booster includes five figures. The Battle World Fast Forces pack will uh, include the Runaways, including all new dials. And with two never-before-clicked figures, Alex Wilder and Clara Prast. So that's kind of cool. We're getting two never-before-clicked characters in the Runaways. Uh, the rest of the team includes Lucy in the Sky... Princess Powerful, Sister Grimm, and Talkback. So I, I'm pretty sure that these are actually alternate reality versions of them. So the last ones that were made were alternate reality versions of them. They're no, they weren't 616, and I'm pretty sure these aren't 616 either. The dice and pack and to token kit will uh, include two custom dice and six action tokens. Duh. Guess what their theme is? It's Spider-Man. Like, we need more Spider-Man. Oh, but it's Spider Island, excuse me, Chris. Uh, he heroes and villains from Spider Island domain. 
And then one last thing, which was a little interesting to me. For retailers, a Marvel Hero Click Secret Wars Battle World release day OP kit will in, uh, be available. Each kit includes prizes to host a release date event with a prize for first, a fellowship award, and a flex award awarded at a store's discretion. The kit contains three limited edition She-Hulk Hero Clicks figure with character card. Five double-sided maps, one instruction sheet. Stores are allowed to request a maximum. Blah, blah, blah. The rest is important. Uh, okay, so let's go back. There's a lot to unpack in this, and I just want to say I'm not excited about this set at all. Tell me why you're excited about it. Chris, I'm so excited for this set. You have no idea. Captain's <laughs> the man. All right, so hitting right off the bat with, with what just mm, makes me incredibly happy, shifting focus Captain America. If you know me, I love the Shifting Focus. I tried to make Shifting Focus Deadpool somewhat meta. He still kind of is. I like to put him on teams. You bet your buckets I'm going to be putting Captain America on some meta teams, trying to make uh, some top eight with Captain America. Because Cap is my man. Shifting Focus Captain America is amazing. I feel like we're going to have a cool defensive one, a cool ricochet shield one, a super leader Captain America. Like, I want to see some amazing Captain Americas in this. Second off, the sheriff version of Steve Rogers in the Old West, you know, the 18-whatever versions of the Avengers is amazing. So, you know, I live in the West. I live in the Wild Wild West, and that's just the way it is. We got Deadwood, and we got guns, and we got Blackjack, and all that good stuff. And for, for a short time in my life, every time it turned to 12 o'clock, I said, it's high noon. You would and be I, that person. Yeah, I, I was that person. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. I Did you tell the myself. cow was this? This is what you told the cows, wasn't it? It was whoever I was near at that point. So, yeah, it was mostly the cows. But I would also text. <laughs> if I was texting any before 11 o'clock, the second it struck high noon, I would just text them, it's high noon. I love the trait. I love the high noon trait so much. I was sad to see it on DC figures, and I'll tell you why. I'm not a DC guy. Um, You know, that was a really good run, that DC Elseworlds run. I really liked it, but they didn't make Guy Gardner, and Guy Gardner's, like, one of my favorite DC characters. And he was a sick you know, Pinkerton agent, they didn't make him. They gave it to, like, Wonder Woman, who I'm like, meh. You know, they gave it to Manhunter, meh. But now Captain America's got it. This is Captain America, my man, with a high noon trait. Oh, he better have the high noon trait. If he doesn't, I'm going to slip some throats of Whiskit. I ain't even lying, folks. People are getting cut if he doesn't have a high noon trait. But I digress. That makes me happy, because, honestly, if I was going to win Worlds, I was like, I'm I'm the ranch hand. I I have to make the Sheriff Captain America as my world's piece. Now I don't have to. Thank you, WizKids, for just taking that off my hands. Second thing I want to talk about here, I loved all the Battle World stories. I've never, I didn't actually read the Secret Wars, like, main one. I only read all the Battle Worlds because I just, I don't know, I never picked it up. Marvel Zombies. I love Marvel Zombies. I love the cool Red Skull Magneto team-up they did for the Marvel Zombies book. That was dope. Take my money. Spider Island, Captain America got turned into a werewolf again. That was awesome. Thor's a dinosaur. I mean, there were so many weird, cool, alternate <laughs> versions in Spider Island that I just loved so much. There were some good Flash Thompson character-building moments in Spider Island that I also loved so much. 1802, we already talked about this. It's a Western, dude. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's everything I need in this life. I just, I loved the Battle World stories. Uh, I loved it so much. And I know people are just going to be thinking... They can't do this set without Fantastic Four. I like Fantastic Four. I honestly don't care because everything else in this set is awesome. I'm gonna. It's gonna bother some people, but that's that's the way I feel about it, and I love it so much. 
this set's going to be cool. I want to do Battle Royales of this set because it's going to feel like Battle World, pulling these random figures. This is the set that we wanted What If to be, and I love it. Okay, I, I'm going to concede a few points, and then I'm also going to play Devil's Advocate here. So I will concede that this is probably going to be what What If should have been. I'll give you that. However, I also know that this is made by WizKids and that they're going to screw it up no matter what they do. So I don't know how you didn't manage to read the main storyline. The reason why Battleworld is even a thing is because of God Emperor Doom. So there's no way that there's going to be a Doom in this set because Fantastic Four. So how are you – this is like the Civil War set not having Nitro in it all over again. Mm. Like it, it does not make any sense. Now, they are kind of carrying forward with the Thor core, which is kind of cool. You got a, you got some of those in, in past sets already. Like uh, in the Thor set, it had Groot Thor. He was part of the Thor core. Did he have that keyword, do you know? Did I they don't make think that keyword so. as a cuz honestly I'll if, check. I'll check it right okay, now. You you check, I'm going to keep going, but I'm, my guess is they probably didn't put it on there, which was would just be another downstairs mix up. I mean, they'll all get Asgardian. Well, yeah, but they're They're the Thor core. That was their team name. Oh my god. Okay, so uh I'll see where was it going with that? Oh, okay, so the Honestly, I don't know if there was any crossover event in Marvel history that has had as many actual crossover issues in it as The Secret War did. I mean, I've read every issue, and it took me probably like a month of constant reading of everything to get through all of this stuff. So the source material is there, and I almost guarantee you they're going to pick all of the stuff that no one wants. Like, this would be a great chance to... Like pull 1602 out of nowhere, and they won't. They'll just oh, they do... totally won't. Like they're gonna pick all of the stuff that you don't care about. And I know you're getting super excited. You're like, oh, all these versions of Cap. They're gonna put like two versions of Cap in there, and they won't be good. And you're no, gonna be super no, 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 don't, 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 no. Let me get me, let me get myself hyped up so I can get disappointed, Chris. Just let me have, <laughs> let it happen. See, I like to set my my expectations really low. And then everything from there on up is just like I'm pleasantly surprised rather than yeah, disappointed. We're getting like at least three versions of Cap, if not five. They're gonna be great. Don't don't do this to me, man. <laughs> so other than you know, there's like gimmicks and stuff in sets like ID cards or two by two figures or whatever. I don't see a gimmick in this set. They did not mention one. Um, so I don't know exactly what to think about that. I am excited to see Ultimate Thor, but I think it'll probably only be Ultimate Thor, and they won't make the rest of the Ultimates. However, they could, but they won't because I want it. <laughs> so that that's not going to happen. It's just going to be a whole set of – it's going to be what if version 2.0 hy- – uh, not hyphen, colon, the, the second coming of disappointment. That should be – that should be the subtitle of this set. I bought, a, now. I bought a case of What If. I don't think anything could be more disappointing than that hour of my life opening those boosters. I think that hour... Why does it take you an hour to open a case? Because I don't rip through them like you savages. I've seen people just take their greasy <laughs> fingers and destroy the boxes. I take a knife and I cut the tape. I'm a polite man with my boosters. You, you wouldn't treat a lady like you. You wouldn't just rip 
something in half. That's just, ah, ah, Chris. I can imagine you setting boat boosters aside and be like, I'll open you tomorrow and just hold off on the booster. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just, I'm not excited. When The, the closer we get, I, I'm, I want you to be right. I just, for the record, I want you to be happy. And if I'm not correct, then it like no harm, no foul. Exactly. But if I am correct, that means your day got ruined, and I would rather you be right than me be right. So I'll say that, but at this point, I'm just like, the closer we get to October, the more I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, Calder. And you're just going to be like, I quit Heroclix, man. Find yourself another co-host. I'll be like, actually, you know what? I quit, too. I'm done with this. With there kids. we go. So. And it's all because of Battle World. They're just going to mess it up. So. It's going to be a good set. Uh, I'm not going to say EarthX for Chases, because I've been trying to say EarthX for Chases for like five sets now, and that hasn't happened. So I'm going to set my bar real low for whatever the Chases are in this set. And if they're good, then I'll be happy. I love how they mention characters new to the game include Carrot Killmonger, Regent, and Viv Vision. Most people don't even know who Regent is. He's yeah. a Spider-Man character, by the way, if you didn't know. But... Like, I did. he was in, like, six issues, and he was gone, and no one knows who he is. And I'm like, congratulations, where's my 1602? Oh, nowhere to be found? Okay. <laughs> I would have killed for a 1602 Spider-Man in that Spider-Man set and Superior Foes. Uh, yeah. You know, that would have been great. Solid storyline, for sure, solid storyline. And if you haven't read that, listener, you really need to go do yourself a favor. Oh, uh, it's one of the best Marvel storylines. I mean, ugh, it's uh, amazing. Um, I, I did come to the conclusion, and I want to get into this a little bit in the, the upcoming uh, article that I'm going to talk about, but I think I came to the conclusion, this epiphany I had this week was that Marvel just, Marvel doesn't make very good alternate reality storylines of themselves. Like, there, there just really aren't that many, but DC almost only makes alternate reality versions. And those are normally better than the actual. Yeah, and then they're better than what <laughs> DC normally writes. Like, everybody loves Kingdom Come. I love Red Sun. Like, there's numerous storylines, and I'm like, yeah. And someone's like, oh, and this issue of Batman. I'm like, whoa, did that happen in the regular 52? Yeah? Oh, then no one cares. Sorry, man. No one cares. Like, <laughs> but Marvel, it's like, okay, if it didn't happen in the 616, then no one really cares about it. With the exception of a couple of things, like, like Ultimates and the Ultimates, and that's just about it. There's a couple more. Marvel but Zombies, really, I'm a huge fan of. I Marvel mean, Zombies, yeah, cool. be there just aren't very many. So that's true. But okay, I'm done ranting about this set. I'm done too. Uh, positive rant though on this side. But you, all right, you're I done am. With your I am positive. Rant? I'm done with my positive rant. All right. Well, let's let's keep the salt train rolling. Uh, I've been keeping up on Krypton, oh, which uh, we we talked about this on the podcast before. I said I was going to give it a chance. They've released four episodes so far. I'm up to date, and uh, I found an article written by Gamespot. The article is titled Six Ways Krypton Destroys Superman Canon." So awesome. yeah, um, that's always story. something you want to hear. So, yeah, yeah, I know, right? So, well, I'm convinced that DC actually does not care about its own canon. That's why they reboot their own universe, like, every 15 years. But, um, so, here, I'll say some good things about the show. I'll say some bad things about the show. Good things. Visually, absolutely stunning. 
The costumes are fantastic. The CGI for a sci-fi original is insane. They look so good. CGI has come a very long way since CGI became a thing in, in my life. And, uh, yeah, no, it looks amazing. Now, here's what's bad about this TV show. Oh, and, I'll say, and I'll say the acting is pretty solid. There's not even, like, a lot of bad actors or anything like that. It's pretty solid. Here's the bad thing about this TV show. In no way, shape, or form would I ever care about this ever. <laughs> because you have a storyline based around, of all things, of all things, Superman's grandpappy. Yeah. Whose idea was this? Okay, so then I was like, mm, okay, well, even though DC really only likes to use the same, like, seven characters in every storyline that they write ever, they actually do have other characters. And I was thinking, what could be a cool TV show? So I wrote down a really small list of characters that I would like to see a TV show made of instead of watching Superman's Grandpa. That include Justice League Dark. I would love to see Zatanna headline that. That would be cool. How about a duo of uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold TV show? Ooh, How sweet would that amazing. be? How about Swamp Thing? Give Swamp Thing his own TV show. By the way, the last time they clicked him was Superman, with the exception of War of Light, the White where he Lantern, had the yeah. White Lantern ring, but that's not the regular version of Swamp Thing. So before that, it was Superman. Why, DC? Why? Why, WizKids, have you not made Swamp Thing since Superman? Um, how about any of the Lantern Corps having their yes, own please. TV show? Do you realize how well a Red Lantern Corps TV show would go over? That'd be sick. It would be awesome. How about Fire and Ice having a duo TV show? Justice League members, they could, like lead into them being part in the Justice League. By the way, the last time they were clicks was Streets of Gotham. How about, that? you'll like this one, how about Vigilante? Oh, actually, yes. Let's how about, do it. How about Vigilante? Oh underrated God. character. He's super awesome. Last time they clicked him was Justice League. Are you kidding me? Like, but no, we are stuck watching Superman's grandpa uh, in a doomed world that we already know is going to happen, and slight spoiler for this TV show, there is one other DC character that you know of that is in this TV show already, and that is Adam Strange. And here's the plot oh. line of this story. Adam Strange comes back in time from a future where Superman is already the world's greatest superhero, and he says that multiple times, to make sure that he continues to exist. That's the plot line. So wait, is he the is he the villain in this? No, no, he's the good guy. He, okay. He, he pops back in time and is like, "Hey, you're Superman's grandpa. I'm gonna help you make sure that you give birth to or like the lineage that leads to uh, the greatest hero in the galaxy ever, forever. And uh, that's the only reason I'm here." And then I was like, "Man, that's a major plot hole. It was already gonna happen because you already came from a future where he's the greatest superhero." You don't need to go back in time. See, here I thought that someone was, like, going to make Krypton not explode, like some future Zod or something. And he's like, I'm just here to make sure your planet blows up. No! Like, that sounds like a pretty villain thing to do, but I no. understand what you're going for. But okay, so, Adam Strange, that's interesting. That's actually so Adam cool. Strange, Superman Grandpa, 
And um, basically, there's not a lot going on. Uh, he's trying to save the world from Brainiac. Uh, Wait, that... No, okay. No, I'm with uh, that. Sure. Spoiler, spoiler alert. It doesn't matter if you save him from Brainiac. Yeah. His world's doomed in two yeah. generations, by the way. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. One generation. Yeah. Because it's, like, literally, this guy's son is going to try to prevent Krypton from exploding, and it's going to explode anyway. Yeah. You, uh, you have, like, an average generation is, like, 30 years. You have really... 30 years until this is a completely useless storyline. You gave it your all, Jor-El. You really did. You really did, man. So pat on the back. All right. I mean, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep watching it, mostly because it's visually stunning, and I'll give it that. I'm not gonna start watching it, and because Chris is watching it, so you know, he, I'll, I will live vicariously through him. Yeah, there's these weird religious overtones in in the show where Krypton has its own hierarchy and caste system based off of these they call it ranks and stuff and it's all convoluted for no reason is what it is oh that doesn't sound like sci-fi at all no (laughs) so anyway uh i'm gonna link an article in the show notes just like we always link every kind of article or video or anything like that in the show notes so you can go read this as well and not waste your time actually watching the show uh but there's that Something, moving on, uh, something that Calder and I were talking about earlier this week just because I asked Calder why he liked Jack of Hearts so much. And tell me why you like Jack of Hearts. He's the Avenger of South Dakota, man. When they did the U.S. Avengers 50 states, uh, you know, different cover issues, the Avenger of South Dakota was Jack of Hearts. Okay. Well, you Uh, got Jack of Hearts, and I actually lucked out with somebody that was cool with the state of Indiana. I got Winter Soldier. Okay, well, cool technically because it's the winter, but oh, boo. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay, so I like Winter Soldier a lot. I even liked when Bucky was Captain America. That was pretty cool. He was actually uh, entertaining Captain America. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, I did go see on the movie pass Pacific Rim, so I briefly wanted to talk about that. Um, Pacific Rim was everything I thought it would be and is now replaced my favorite movie, probably best movie of all time, which was Resident Evil 3, is now uh, Pacific Rim 2 because it gave me exactly what I wanted, which was plot holes the size of the Grand Canyon but coupled with gigantic monsters and robots. So that was exactly what I wanted. It was good. I liked it also. It, Man. You know what the best part that? about the the best part about the movie was? What's that? As we were watching it, because they're naming all these Jaegers, right? They're like, oh, that one's name's Obsidian Fury, and and that one's like Coyote Avenger, or no, not Coyote, uh, Gypsy Avenger. And Gypsy I'm like, Avenger, yeah. I was like, man, Jaegers have really cool names. Jaylene leans over and she's like, if you had a Jaeger, what would your Jaeger me name be? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, mine would be Ice Cream Samurai. I'm like. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and if wow. you knew Jaylene, that would make 100% sense. So, uh, okay. Uh, by the way, I linked on Twitter a official Pacific Rim Jaeger generator of a name generator, so you can go on and see what yours is. You can tweet that into us and see what your name of your Jaeger is, because I think that was funny. Mine was, uh, I think, Kronos Phoenix, so I thought that was Kronos pretty cool. Phoenix. Yeah, nice. I liked that. Um, but overall, the the movie was fantastic. The end 
was just atrociously dumb, and I loved every second of it. Don't, don't you hate on that sick no, thing. I'm not. It was amazing. <laughs> just thinking of the absurdity oh. of it. it right now is just making me giddy. Just smile. Um, I don't. I want to say some so much spoiler stuff right now, but I won't. But I want to. <laughs> I won't. Maybe we'll talk about it uh, later on in a different episode or something. Okay, uh, moving on very briefly. Jessica Jones was renewed for season three. Uh, I I really like Jessica Jones. I like Jessica Jones even more because of the TV show and because I think that there was some actual character development in season two. There was none. Yes, there was. And (laughs) I think it all transferred on to season three, so... There's that information. And the last bit of stuff that I have in the news section is going to be uh, the Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer, the 100-day trailer. So the countdown is on to Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I just wanted to get your opinion on that trailer. Was it different from the normal one? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was had, it? Um, uh, yeah, I felt like a few different things, but it wasn't super uh, completely different. It was cool. I'm excited that uh, less than 100 days where it's coming to us. Yeah, I think this movie will be great. I love Ant-Man. Uh, both, both. Uh, well, actually, all three. I liked Eric O'Grady as Ant-Man, too. But um, uh, Scott Lang is a really good Ant-Man. And uh, I can't wait for this movie because I think it's just going to be dumb, just like the first one was. It's supposed to be comedic-based instead of super serious, like uh, like. Thor The Dark World was or something like that, which was the best Marvel movie in oh, the MCU. Oh, clearly, obviously. Uh, so I, if anybody thinks different, you're wrong. And, <laughs> uh, but no, I think it'll be really fun and probably a popcorn flick for sure. But yeah, I'm really excited about it. And I like that they're adding a few new characters. A ghost is a welcome addition. Bill Foster, hey, that's going to be cool. So yeah, I love it. Oh yeah, yeah, we did see Lawrence Fishburne in there as Bill Foster. Yeah. I'm, I, I really hope he gets like his powers in this movie. Oh, I don't know if he will, but I just don't want him to be in a throwaway role so they can just say, oh, yeah, he's totally part of the cinematic universe or whatever. I want him to be important. And he, he probably should be. Florence Fishburne. Truth. All right. Well, that's all we have for the news. So why don't we move on to uh, one of our segments here, one of our newer segments, uh, Meta Minute with Calder. Hello and welcome to Meta Minute. I like to talk about the meta for just a minute, just a little quick tip of the taste, something to cool your taste buds when you think about the meta. One of the most popular things in the meta nowadays is ID cards. Now, I know we're all loving these brand new ID cards that just came out, all the cool X-Men ID cards. But I'm telling you guys, you are limiting your scope of range with these ID cards. I'm going to tell you why. You're looking at the new hotness. Don't forget, there's an X-Men set in the past, and there are other X-Men figures that exist. So don't just go using this Super Wolverine or that whatever Colossus or that Professor X. I'm here to tell you guys... There are other ID cards that you need to be looking out, and this can potentially change the game. And I do know you just got that modern rotation stuck in your brain, and all you can think about is, oh, this is going to be new. We have a good two months to use this. There are still tournaments. There are still ROCs. There's still all this other stuff that you can use. So starting off with some Golden Age figures, and I'm just going to shout these out really quick and say a few things that you guys need to look at. Rare Cyclops from Uncanny X-Men. Running Shot, Penetrating Psychic Blast. He also has a really cool leadership. Not to mention he can take off Tokens, basically his resolution is you can take off tokens of anyone within six squares in line of fire, basically his range, which is actually eight squares. Really good Cyclops, only 85 points. You can't afford the super rare, don't want to use one of the commons because they can be taken out too easy. Use this Cyclops instead, you can thank me later. 
this Kitty Pride. This is the prime Kitty Pride. She's amazing. You know, she walks through people. She gives them tokens. The other sprite, she can do that. She only gives one person a token, though. This Kitty Pride can potentially token an entire team. Two Professor X's. If you were lucky enough to top 16, you got the Professor X ID card in these WKOs. Two Professor X's I want to talk about. There's the LE number 100 from Uncanny X and Professor X. He has a trait. Do not forget about this guy, okay? Adjacent opposing characters can't use the effective equipped items. Somebody has the Blood Axe. They're giving you trouble. Somebody has the Mirror of whatever Asgardian word that is. They're succeeding too much. You cannot hit that shape change. They're giving you trouble. Pop this guy in. They cannot use the equipped effect. What else can he do? He can use phasing teleport and mind control. When he does mind control, he doesn't take feedback damage. He also has 7 range, 18 defensive super senses. He can last long for a pretty good while. He has 5 clicks. So he can come in, he can mind control someone, he can say they cannot use their effect for that turn. So if that shape change has been annoying you that entire game, once again, guys, boom, there's your chance. Second, too many people are thinking in their minds the only way to get past blocking terrain is with the Colossus ID card, and that's super rare from Deadpool. And this is the last thing I'm going to talk about in a minute. The Juggernaut, the what-if Juggernaut figure is Professor Xavier, his real name, Charles Xavier, who also has improved movement, ignores hindering terrain, blocking terrain, and destroys blocking while moving through it. While he's destroying blocking, you guys, if he, this is his trait, if he runs through a bunch of people while he's ignoring characters or whatever, he can destroy a huge line of blocking. He also gets to mind control everyone on that path. He's 175 points, but I just want people to know there's another way to destroy blocking terrain in the meta. Think about these call-ins. Look back. I'm only going to name a few. These are really good call-ins for your cards. I just want you guys to think about that stuff for your upcoming tournaments and just keep that in mind in the future. This is your Meta Minute. See you in the next one. Okay, well, hopefully that helps some people out. Uh, we got some wonderful compliments on the last episode about how we blend actual meta and casual pretty well, so we appreciate that, and we hope we continue to do that for you guys. But let's move on to something that we did talk about last episode, which was the bringing back, relaunching of Dial Design. So this is going to be your first assignment for Dial Design. And if this is the first time you've turn, tuned into Dial H for Heroclix, Please go listen to our King Kong episode, three hours and 20 minutes, episode 200. Uh, I assume that people are still making it through that, by the way. It's kind of funny because I just got the first uh, feedback from that last night from a listener, and it was super funny because they're like, you, you probably heard this already. I'm like, no, this is the first time anyone has said anything, so thank you. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but Dial Design, why don't you uh, take it away, Calder? All right, so Dial Design, I'm going to make a forum, a little thread on HC Realms. You can find it out on the creative corner. Your very first assignment for Dial Design is to make a figure that has been in a superhero movie. All right, so make a superhero movie accurate figure. This can be any superhero. This is not limited to the MCU or the DC Cinematic Universe, okay? You can do, like Chris said earlier... You can make Green Hornet if you want. You can do <laughs> any comic book movie. So like a Hellboy, specifically from his movies. You can do Phantom. You could do Steel if you want. If there's a DC figure they haven't clicked yet, you know, Cyborg or whoever else, make those figures. There's a Marvel character they haven't clicked yet, a good version of Vision. <laughs> Stuff like that. Go ahead and make them. This is movie specific, so that's no CW-verse. That's no Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No comic book TV shows. Comic book movies is going to be your very first one. So comic movies, choose a character. A little couple side notes that I noticed while going through some of the old forums. Try and keep 
the pictures you post to just links. When you post these giant pictures, it makes the page super annoying to scroll through. Second, I'm going to just say this for the ease of it. No Colossals. Uh, Colossals, their dials are just too deep. We're going to do a Colossal month sometime in the future where we'll just be making Colossals. But for now, let's keep it to, like, Peanut Base is the biggest you can make a figure right now, just so they have only 12 clicks. Because trying to pay attention to Colossals and stuff, they have so many clicks. Let's just keep it simple, guys, for the first time we're relaunching this. Sound good? So, comic book movie character. I want to see some good dials. <laughs> so I'm just scrolling through my soundboard. Um, so we here at Dial H for Hero Clicks, uh, we like to work here off of what we call the value for value model. So uh, our goal is to entertain you guys and gals. So if you feel like we give you value in your life, consider showing us some love and leveling up your heroic rank. Uh, we'll get a little bit more into that here with some of our listeners. But uh, you can earn heroic titles here on Dial H by becoming one of those people. Uh, heroic rank level ups occur at the first episode of every month or following your one-time donations on PayPal. And don't forget that your names uh, and titles appear in the show notes for the months you contribute to the community as you are producers of the podcast. Just do it! <laughs> okay, so we here at Dial H, we've got a wonderful community. Wonderful. You guys write in all kinds of stuff. Answer our community Tuesdays questions that we post on Twitter, Facebook, and on Reddit. And uh, this week, we gave away a copy of Iron Man 3. We got a hold of uh, who we gave it away to last week. And a uh, person kind of opted for actually the decals as soon as we get those printed. Which, by the way, I got a new printer. So. Well, they didn't want Iron Man 3. Oh, man. <laughs> no. So hopefully this person wants Iron Man 3. So let's uh, get into community. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Okay, so uh, I think let's go ahead and start off on Facebook. And the question this week was, if WizKids were to revisit one of their previous properties, which property would you like to be reclicked, Or maybe make a sequel or prequel of the set instead? Calder, why don't you start off? What, what would you like them to revisit? So what I want them to revisit the most, uh, they already kind of have, but horror clicks. And I just want to get more named horror figures, Freddy, Jason, Ash, those are kind of like the more named stuff that I would like to appear. But actually, it's it's Kick-Ass is what I want them to review the most. And I, I'll tell you why. We don't have Big Daddy. We don't have Insect Boy. We don't have Remembering Tommy, Finding Tommy, whatever they were called. And we don't have the rest of the toxic uh, bad guys. I mean, <laughs> Ooh, whoops, almost lost a thing there. Yeah, <laughs> so I want to see I want to see a Red Mist Mobile. You know, I definitely want to see Big Daddy, like, super bad. I want to see Hit Girl's, you know, car. I just want to see more Kick-Ass Hero Clicks. I really enjoy uh, the Kick-Ass movie. I own all the Kick-Ass 2 set, and it needs some filling out. It needs a little bit of love. A Dr. Kick-Ass would be really cool. That would be sick. So, yeah, no, just fill out some of that. That would be really cool. That's what I want to see. Okay, I would like to th for them to revisit the Bioshock world. Um, not just Infinite. I'd like them to actually go back. And, honestly, if they just made a big daddy, a big sister, little and then... Sister. Well, the big sister and the little sister. Yeah, there's a couple of little sisters. Uh, yeah. I know. I've okay. just, just, hey, some people out there don't know. Those are two different things in the world of Bioshock. But I would really like to see um, in the second game you played as a big daddy. I think it would be cool to have multiple, like, different big daddies, ones with, like, rivet guns, one with chain guns, and stuff like that. Um, and then actually make the protagonist from the first 
series of the first game. Uh, I can't remember his name, but if they did end up making more infinite and they made more Booker and Liz uh, duos, oh, that would be really cool to me. I just really I love the Bioshock franchise. And if uh, anything else, I think I would like. No, I'm just gonna stick there. Yeah, that's good. Bioshock's and awesome. Yeah, it was great stuff. So why don't you hit us with our first response from Facebook? First one, TJ Hamilton, Horror Clicks or Pacific Rim? Oh, yeah, no. Why, why did I not say Pacific Rim? That should have been, <laughs> <laughs> that been a thing. Uh, sometimes I forget. Forgot to mention this earlier. Another uh, DC property that could have its entire show all to itself, Legion of Superheroes. Oh, totally. I wouldn't right, watch. There's, but, uh, there's like cool. 80 of them. The roster is so deep. Okay, uh, so <laughs> our first answer on not Reddit, I'm sorry, Twitter is going to be from Chris Kurtz. Said Street Fighter, those figs and the action poses were awesome. They were legitimately awesome. They, they did cool. a good job on those. Too bad they didn't hold up for very long. No. Uh, David Logan, Lord of the Rings. I want a colossal tree beard, colossal Balrog, maybe uh more than a Frodo that just wanted the One Ring. Okay. I'm with you. I want Colossals now. I think that somebody actually started a Twitter just so that they could answer our community question, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, because their name is at HeroClicks1, and then their name is just HeroClicks, and they have no uh, picture. <laughs> so whoever you are, uh, I must say a Fantastic Four set would be awesome. I arrived late on the HeroClicks scene. Uh, so I never saw anything earlier than War of Light, so really there is a lot I would love to see. I love how they say they al- arrived late and War of Light was like four years ago. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, you're, you're good. Uh, Brian Bowling. War of Light, man. It says to me, just, you know, speak of the devil, the devil shall appear. Yeah, War of Light was an awesome set. I'd love to see it remade. Right on. Uh, we got Citizen Collectible said Street Fighter, definitely. The roster of characters is huge at this point especially with off-color alternate, uh, alternates. I expect at least a few people to mention Invincible. Lone Ranger, not so much. Um, if you've never gotten around to read Invincible, it is absolutely fantastic. Robert Kirkman is an, an amazing writer. He, if, if you don't know this, he's the same writer as the guy that writes uh, The Walking Dead, Whoa, which is no, also okay. amazingly good. So both of those would be uh, great, but definitely Invincible because they made, like, what was it, like five char- six characters maybe? In yeah, they a couple in the indie set. Action pack or something. And it, they just they weren't even good back then. Shocker. Uh, Brandon Roberts, Hellboy or Invincible? Totally agree. I want Hellboy figures. Oh, sweet. Uh, we got an answer from Tiamu, or man from Finland, said, I'd like to see them take another crack at Assassin's Creed or Bioshock. My man, Tiamu, you're talking to my heart. <laughs> Do those series justice this time around. Very nice. The Canadian Queen, Amber Collins. Horror Clicks, Invincible, and Pacific Rim. Oh, show. For show. Uh, Coach Step said, I'd be all in on a new Pacific Rim set with actual colossal-sized figures. I'd really like oh. to see... An- yeah, I know, right? That'd be, that'd be insane. They, I'd be okay with two-by-twos, even, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, he finished it out by saying, I'd really like to see a new set of Yu-Gi-Oh! Clicks. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. That would be cool. I forgot they were a thing, honestly, but yeah, I, I'm a big fan. I own all the Joey Wheeler keyworded figures. I, I love it. Uh, let's see. Blake Craig. I know this guy. Hellboy. 
exclamation point. I'm with you. Just Hellboy? Just Hellboy. Oh, right on. I mean, I love Hellboy. I can't wait for the movie to come out. So let me let me hey, finish man, that, just a little. That, that would be that would be a really good jumping on point, Wiz Kids listeners. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> There's probably only gonna be like four people in that movie anyway that you could click. So you might as well yeah. just get a hold of them, see if you can do it. I'm sure it'll be good. Uh, we got an answer from Superfan and Vigilante Seth Aaron. Weekly Twitter name, a fresh bag of spicy, sweet chili Doritos. Ooh. Uh, said bring back horror clicks, but they should make Mortal Kombat, Left 4 Dead, Transformers, Gundam Wing, and Dragon Ball. Whole series, not GT. <laughs> why, why would I you know ever want... Dragon Ball I mean, Why would you ever want a Dragon Ball set ever made? You would never get through a game. Every episode exactly. of Dragon Ball is like 23 minutes... There's 21 minutes of them talking about fighting and two minutes of them actually fighting. You'd never, like, you just, the powers... that fight goes on for five more episodes. Yeah, it's like, it's like a ten-episode fight, and you're like, oh, finally, somebody punched each other. Anyway, if that were translated into Heroclix, I just feel like the names of their powers, they'd need, like, a 75-page folded card for oh, one figure. Gosh. I would want, if they ever make like a Super Saiyan, like Goku or whatever, I want every name of his power just to be like a bunch of A's and H's. Like, ah! Just him yelling is all the, every single power name is just like, ah! Ah, <laughs> uh, Facebook, William Dickey, horror clicks, definitely. Or at least something we can get a license for. <laughs> okay. okay. Set the bar low. Yeah, you're right. Jason Levine, my vote is for Indie Clicks. I miss Dread, man. I miss Dread. Oh, Dread and Johnny. I love it. Under the real name, though, they should put it as uh, Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I'd I play a Carl Urban Judge Dread hero Ooh, click. Carl Urban. Carl Urban's the best. Dial H approved. Celebrity. <laughs> uh, Aries Edge, Friday the 13th slash horror clicks. Alien versus Predator. Yes, please. Okay, yeah. I'm. If you are a long-time listener of this podcast, you know how much I love Alien and Predator. Jay Sanzen said, hashtag Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings for modern age. Yeah, I feel like if they do make any kind of set now, it really, every set should be modern. Yes. That way people will buy it. I don't well, know why should... anyone yeah. ever thought that they should make things not modern. Do they just hate money? They must. Like, yeah, I never understood them not making modern. Mike Miller, horror click style, 100%. Also, I want them to tackle Street Fighter again so that we can maybe get more fighting games. Like, you know, they should redo Yu-Gi-Oh! too to get new players. I want to add one more thing on Yu-Gi-Oh! I think it'd be really cool if they made possessors for Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's the humans. Like, it's Yugi, Joey, and Kaiba. And they would go on Monsters cards and give them buffs. How cool? Because the, the, the actually thing you play for hero clicks on Yu-Gi-Oh! is just the monsters, right? But the most known thing about Yu-Gi-Oh! is the people from, like, the anime or whatever. So I think it'd be really cool to actually have the deck guys. I don't, what do you call them? They're, are they they're duelers? Is that, they say duel. Duelists? Duelists, Duelists. yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. Something like that. And you could have them on the sideline and buff a monster. That's what I want from Yu-Gi-Oh! set. All right, before we go on to the next one, I'm just going gonna, gonna to apologize again for Calder for missing Michael Miller's title, which is Citizen. I don't have it written down, and it's... Okay, Citizen. 
<laughs> I was like, I'm waiting for that I've one. I've got to it. Click. I've got it popped up. I've got my thing out, and it's. I still didn't write it down. I'm a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> the last answer that we have on Twitter is going to be from someone named Mystery CCG. Said I would love them to. I'd love to see them redo their first Marvel and DC run and add cards. I think that this answer. I, I don't know. They, they've basically made every single one of these characters a numerous amount of times since then, so I, I don't think it's... They even posted a picture, and it has Gorilla Grodd, Puck... We're talking figures from... I see... Let's see, that's Hyper Time and Infinity Challenge. We've got... That's uh, Mutant Mayhem. That's Clobber in Time. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, so, like, these, these are all... These have all been done again, for sure. Maybe except for that shield sniper in the background. I don't know about her. Nope, not specifically a shield sniper. So yeah, let's get an entire set of shield snipers. I'd yeah, think. shield snipers! Meta, 2018, 2027! That was a good figure when it came out, when they when French Comics were just different. Don't, Actually, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's next? Jason Carr. Street Fighter. With a shifting focus mechanic. I like where your head is at. Oh, okay, so playing more into that alternate thing that, uh, I think it was Citizen Collectible that said that earlier. Very nice. I like it. Okay, we're moving on to Reddit on my side. We got an answer from XXAce13 said, I know it'll never happen, but I'm still dreaming of that Street Fighter Series 2 set. Ooh. I mean, we had previews for Pete's sake. A large reason I started playing was a the possibility of a Marvel vs. Capcom type build. Nice. Very nice. Zachary Hooligan, Captain America. Those chases were sweet. I totally agree. I love the Captain America chases. The set itself, not so much. What, what were the chases in the set? The again? chases were alternate versions of Captain America and then one Weapon X for some reason, I guess. It was weird. It was weird. Like, we got uh, the Captain, you know, with the hammer, and then we got Wolf Cap, and then we got Rajaz, and then just... Randomly, we got Weapon X in the tank because they wanted to use that, that mechanic one more time. Yeah, it's weird. The countdown clicks. You know, it's... Right. kids. <laughs> uh, what's fun about... Since we've started putting the community question on Reddit as well, I'm starting to recognize some of these names. So that's kind of cool. So we got an answer from the great Shmi. So that Invincible and Watchmen. It's been so long since those sets came out and most of those figures have not aged well. Yeah, no, you're you're not you're not kidding there, especially with the Watchmen. Oh man, how have I not they, thought of Watchmen? They're so bad. Uh, I love a playable Rorschach and Mark Grayson. And then we got an ant. Somebody responded in Bentley eighty two said with the new Doomsday Clock storyline just finished, and with the pending HBO Watchmen show, I would say they are likely for a new set, at least a sub theme. Yes, so that would be a really cool sub theme in an upcoming DC set, and would get me super hyped. Ooh, very much so. Ooh, Washington. Ooh, I got shivers. Jacob Weaver, BPRD, baby. <laughs> yeah, bring back Liz! Let's do it. Uh, Kuzinator said, Lord of the Rings, easy. There's a talk of a Lord of the Rings series on Amazon or whoever, so it would be great to get a set of that. That can then branch out to Game of Thrones for the final season. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. I'll play a mountain, why not? Let's do it. Michael Link, Street Fighter. Okay. Like that's, that's boom, mic drop. Yeah, I'm beginning to think that people want Street Fighter. Oh, yeah, nice. just, uh, just a little. 
uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Nab Nabirius Zero? I don't know. For me, Hellboy, full set. Or 2000 AD. Yes, please, 2000 AD. My, I gotta get my Carl Urban Judge Dredd. Oh, yeah. Chris Capron. Oh, I just skipped someone. Sorry. Alan Ott. Horror or Street Fighter? Excuse me. Ho horror clicks or Street Fighter? Horror clicks or Street Fighter. Why not both? Okay, we got uh, Opetewe. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Pacific Rim sequel clicks? Question mark? <laughs> uh, Chris Capron. It'd be nice to get an undead version 2 set with generics, but, you know, mix in some horror properties, you know, like Pinhead, Jason, even BPRD, or a version 2 set that could be even more generic, but with sci-fi stuff included, like Aliens and Predators. Yes, please. I just, I'm just still looking for Puppet Master at Heroclix. They uh, can all be tiny-sized. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last answer on Reddit is from Enigmas. Uh, gotta be Indy. I loved that set so much back in the day, and one time on Miniature Market, which I, I don't even know if they still sell, hell, still sell Hero Clicks English Hard, um, I bought a 24-pack case for 20 bucks. It was one of the greatest purchases wow. of my entire life. Why? And we, we drafted two packs every week for a while. It was awesome. <laughs> So bad, it's good. I like it. No, it's cool. Hey, it's that cheap. I ain't gonna knock it. Eric Wadsworth, Professor Irks himself. Halo clicks for sure. And since you're done, I got a ton on Facebook, so I'm just gonna read through them real fast. So I'm sorry. Yep. Chance yep. McCall, Bioshock 1 and 2, Peter Zachary. Oh, uh, I see now I gotta look. No, okay. I need to keep looking on my Patreon sheet to see what who else left. Peter Zachary, Pacific Rim would be cool. However, I would like a build a clicks for all the Jaegers. When you also have the pilots, too. They could be like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hulkbuster and Super Iron Man. They would work very well with the new Colossal Booster designs from Avengers Infinity. I totally agree. Matt Hall, Dota 2. Not only Dota 2, but instead do the Legends with the larger set. Uh, I'm going to agree and disagree. Yes, let's do Dota 2. Uh, it was sort of fun, but let's make it Team Fortress 2 instead because that's a Valve property. And let's not do League of Legends <laughs> because League of Legends is one of the most toxic communities I've ever played in. Please, let's not bring that here. Uh, but yeah, there are some fun characters in League of Legends. Connor's Clicks, Assassin's Creed. Haven't posted here in ages, but getting some more game-accurate or fun mess-around selfie figures would be sweet. Uh, Mafia. Whoa, that's, that was almost something there. Uh, they should do either Marvel vs. Capcom or DC vs. Mortal Kombat. Vigilante, Lucas Van Holland. Uh, so many colossal opportunities with Lord of the Rings. Smaug or Smog, whatever you want to call it. Treebeard, Balrog, Generic Ent, Oliphant, etc., etc. So many possibilities. Jeff Colossus, Street Fighter. Dan Davis, what if? Maybe a sequel. We can get all the X-Men and Fantastic Four that we didn't get in the set. Or, yeah, you know, horror clicks. Dan, that may or may not happen with the Battleworld set. It'll be a what if sequel, but, you know, probably no X-Men or Fantastic Four. Sorry. Manbach O'Brien, Susan! Ah, see, got myself, caught myself there. We did it. Hellboy and the BPRD, for sure. Eric Atkinson, Indie Clicks. He, I can keep going all day, Chris. There are so many of these. Jeff Cohen Select. I'm not even going to try it. Sorry. <laughs> Only reason I say horror clicks is because some predators and aliens would be sweet and modern. Tony Canavino. Indie clicks with new Hellboy movie. It would be perfect. Tyler Murin. Who's Murin? I'm Murin. Mir I'm Myron. Teen Titans always getting hailed as one of the worst sets, so I gotta say it's probably worth remaking. 
no team bases, just give me some figures, those team bases, and give me the figures from those team bases as just part of the set. That'd be great. And to finish it all off, no, wait, keep scrolling, there's more figures, never mind, it's not even going to finish. Malcolm Rush said, hello, kitty. Yeah, sure, why not, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> what? Never mind, keep going. Okay. Uh, huh, huh. Ryan Dvorak, uh, bring back Yu-Gi-Oh! and make sequels of Elseworlds and what if, give us Dragon Ball Z, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Gravity Feeds. Yeah, sure, dude, let's do all that. Uh, uh, oh, finally, Abel, I love you, I can kiss you, man. Uh, Abel Alverdo, how about a good version of what if, outside the super rares? What a waste. Wonder Woman, Gravity Feed, Teen Titans, I mean, seriously, and a Teen Titans set. You know, a bad set, that could have been so good. Huh, 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 Best community. <laughs> How neat is that? That's pretty neat. Well done, Calder. Uh, I'll give you that. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, this is the first episode of Dial H that you've actually listened to. If you kept hearing the words citizen, vigilante, uh, protagonist was thrown in there. Did we not get an answer from supervillain Alicaster this week? We didn't. I'm huh, pretty sure, yeah. 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 Okay, all yeah. right, all right, well... You can earn one of your titles like that. Uh, those were the titles that we previously mentioned from our Patreon page. But um, we are not done with community. We have something from one of our listeners uh, in his own block segment. It's going to be Malcolm Rush. Do you have the questions pulled up, Colin? Do I have the questions pulled up? Uh, Chris, do you have the questions pulled up? I've no, I have the to... soundboard pulled up. I can only pull up one up? Thing Ah, you're so right. <laughs> yes. I, I do have the questions pulled up, so you can go ahead and play Okay, it. cool. All right, Malcolm's questions. The man from Japan hit me with them, Calder. Crazy Heroclix questions. Number one, a game where something should not have worked, but it did, and you and or your opponent was shocked that it worked. Not a mistake that you or your opponent did on purpose, but why did it happen? Just... Something wicked crazy that should have never worked. Hit me with it, Chris. Okay, so I'm sorry. I ha- I, I keep having to tell this story because it's such a good story, but last episode I mentioned my favorite Heroclix moment in all of time, and it was with an ant <laughs> token. I called a shot. I was like, I, I was fighting a Sentinel, and it had like a 20 defense, and I needed to hit like an actual 11 or 12 to actually hit it or something. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, I looked at my opponent, and my, my opponent and I were actually friends, and I was like, Mark, I'm going to roll double sixes. He's like, okay. So I rolled double sixes, and I was like, yeah, all right, cool. And he's like, okay, probs. And I was like, yeah, you would, Mark. And I looked at him again. I was like, I'm going to roll double sixes again. You watch this. Boom. And I rolled double sixes <laughs> twice in a row. And then I was like, and you know what, Mark? I'm going to use blades. And I rolled a six. And that was seven penetrating damage. Baby. That's it was tough. fantastic. Uh, something that was crazy in a hero close game that happened to me. You know, just because of how great it was, I was playing a cool game. This will be a quick story. We are doing a huge high point game. He was playing the old Green Lantern, the old KC Green Lantern, that 20 defense willpower. And I was playing Doomsday one of the older Doomsdays, and all of our support, we officially killed off all of our support, and it was just that Doomsday and that whatever Green Lantern figure, and Doomsday has Impervious right around now. I run up, I base him, he tries to hit me, I roll six for Impervious. I'm like, okay, 
I have to clear, because I'm double tokened. And then he, he's got willpower, so he moves away, so then I move up, I base him, he hits me again, I roll impervious, it's a five, and then we clear, and this happens for like eight turns. I roll like five or six on impervious every single time he tries to hit Doomsday. And, and literally, the game went on for another 20 minutes than it should have. Yeah, it, it, it took forever. It was, it was him moving, me moving. I never made an attack against him because he would always move and I would have to move with him. This Doomsday had like Leap Climb or something on that click. It's horrible. And in the end, I just could never hit that 20 defense when I did get to make an attack, which was like five or six turns into this little sidestepping battle. Yeah, but I always rolled Impervious, so time was called. And we're like, okay, that was fun. Yeah, it was weird. But like 10 Impervious rolls in a row is always great. That's dumb. I love it. Uh, second question. A mistake in a game that was that actually helped you win a game. Ooh. Uh, I just I just don't make mistakes, so uh, I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I make tons of mistakes in this game. But I, I honestly, I was thinking about this question, and I, I could not think of a single time where I screwed up, and I was like, huh, that worked out in my favor. It's always so bad in my favor. It, nothing, nothing is ever in my favor in this game, especially when I screw up. So one thing that worked out for me, it was somebody else's mistake. I We were playing sealed ADW. I hadn't looked at like any of the figures at all in ADW, and this person was playing the Chase Hulk. And I like glanced over the card really quick, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, it's got stock clicks. He remembered the stock clicks, but he forgot that he got stat bonuses, and I didn't know anything about the figure, so I basically mowed through the figure without stat bonuses, and I felt kind of bad after we played the game, and I rolled the card, I'm like, oh, should have like a 20 defense, dude. Uh, yeah, it was a bad mistake, but I won. <laughs> I, I feel like that's like a cheating thing. Anyway. That's all that uh, matters is if you win, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't play here who's so fucking win. Number three, a mistake build in game that actually worked. Like example, putting the wrong character on your team or a misread dial. I've misread all kinds of dials, but uh, I've put characters on my team that I knew were terrible. That I'm like, there's nothing that's ever gonna happen with this character that'll be good. But I just wanted to use the character, and then every once in a while you'll get one of those characters that like super impresses you, and I'm like. This should this this is the mistake. Doing this well is the mistake <laughs> with these characters. So here's an example: Sandman from the Avengers Assemble set. Oh yes. Uh, not for that stupid crap people were doing to like do roll offs and win rocks. I don't do stuff. Oh like that. yeah. Like I just sent him out, people. Like his stats are not good. <laughs> he should not win. But then I'm like, ha ha! And then like if you KO like four characters in a row with a Sandman. You feel pretty good about yourself. Very true. I uh, like it. Mistake build and thing that actually worked. So, going off the misread dials thing, I was playing a uh, Magia Goon, and I never clicked him past his first click before, just because, like, why? Why even have to? He finally took damage. He took, like, two damage, I think. And while turning the dial, I see his dial was printed wrong. So... His defense powers, speed power, and damage are all shifted up one space. So instead of having like a 14 defense with combat reflexes like dial, and instead read that he had a like 8 movement, 14 attack with quake, because technically whatever, and then no damage and no defense. And I was like, okay, this is clearly a misprinted dial. This is totally someone's accident. 
But the guy was like, let's just call the judge over just in case. And this is like a pretty small venue, so it's not like a super serious thing. And the judge said, you know what, just to make it fun, because this is a 20 points, no, that's a little 20 point mad guy getting, who has, who has Quake, we'll say, we'll say he has a 14 attack with Quake, but no defense or damage. Like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So, because Quake locks at a 2 damage, I was quaking with a 14 attack with this Magagoon, just because, why not? I didn't win that game, by the way, but it was fun. So, thank you. Thank you for misprinting that dial, Whiskits. Ah, number four. Silliest game of Heroclix that you played, and why was it so silly? I think the silliest game I've ever played was strictly due to the point total, and that I played a... 3600 point game mm. and it took multiple settings and it was avengers no i'm sorry that's a lie it was as guardians on my side versus the green lantern core and complete with the green lantern battery and all the green lanterns basically that he could get his hands on and stuff like that without doubling up on anything that wasn't generic by the way so that was cool um, by the way, MVP of that game, because it was just so ridiculous, is going to be Fear Itself Heimdall with his stupid trait, which is amazing. Oh, it's so good. Nice. Um, so these characters I ever played was just last week, actually. Uh, someone's like, hey, you want to play some characters you've never played? I'm like, yes, I do. So I played my... 150 Super Wolverine, Old Man Logan, and then like a few other X-Men figures. And he played all Batman Enemy, and it was, oh, who was it? He was using Kite Man, hell yeah, Joker, Scarecrow, and then he had Killer Moth and, like, Big Tony and, like, a few other figures. And this is what made it so silly. In one turn, he took out that 150-point Wolverine. To open it up, he did, he re- oh, he had Two-Face, too. He replaced his attack value with... <laughs> Killer Moth and Two-Face. So Killer Moth was swinging with an 11. Running shot up, killed, uh, got him on the first stock click. So Killer Moth opened him up. Then, you know, the stock clicks have no defense reducer, which is actually why I might not like this Wolverine as much as I thought. Um, Two-Face blasted him for three damage, landed him on the other stock click, and then uh, who, can, who else came in and shot? And whatever. In one turn, Two-Face, Killer Moth, and, like, somebody else killed that 150-point super rare Wolverine, and I was just flabbergasted. Like, huh? Killer Moth killed me. That's a just that's a new low. Uh, number five, your favorite silly hero clicks characters. Okay, so when I read this question, I didn't even have to think about it. If you ever get the chance to read Next Wave, I think it's like twelve or fourteen issues or something like that. That actually ended up being retconned into being Marvel canon. It was supposed to be like a joke series but then someone was like yeah no this is actually i think it was brian michael bendis it was like yeah this bendis. is actually in 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 canon so it's a thing there is a character his name is the captain except for that's not his real name <laughs> uh his name is captain f word in the comics but they couldn't print that on a hero clicks dial so they just put the captain anyway he has super strength and flight, and he's constantly drunk, and I love him as a character because he's so absurd, and he just gets his butt handed to him by Captain America in the storyline because they're like, what's your superhero name? And he explains it, and then it goes into the story of how 
Captain America was like so offended by the name that he just beat him down <laughs> right then and there. About he's like that's inappropriate and just like, took him out. But that is my favorite hero click. Um, it, it's super funny because I got to play the hero click not too long ago, and with the changes to poison that you can activate it on your turn as long as you haven't moved. I've done more damage with poison on his um, on his dial than I have ever done with him like super strength attacking people. It's super funny because that poison, what it represents as far as the character, is his noxious alcohol vomit breath. Ugh. Ah. It's... <laughs> okay. Good to know. Thanks, Chris. Uh, I'm going to say favorite silly character is like Mr. Mortal or like Hellcow. They're great. They're silly. They're fun. Flatman! He's cool. Flatman! Yeah, just play the Great Lakes Avengers. They're good. They're good. Silly fun. Uh, number six, advice to players to have a silly fun slash crazy games to help enjoy HeroClix. I would just say, honestly, I think more people need to play the characters that mean something to them as characters rather than play the characters that they know are going to win. So, like, yeah. Like, um, what I do a lot of the time is, because I read a lot of comic books, I've noticed that I just adjust my teams according to what I've read most recently. So I have an upcoming game that I am definitely using um, Spider-Man in. And I, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan, so I don't actually use Spider-Man that often, but I'm using Spider-Man because I've been reading a lot of Spider-Man. And then um, Smasher. And the Shi'ar, like, I have their hero clicks, but I don't use them. But I'm using them because I like them. And I think that that's what a lot of people should be doing, even if they're not that good. Because when you accomplish things in the game, like, if you pull off something that's just atrociously dumb, you will remember those moments in hero clicks more than you will remember those moments or, like, oh, yeah, I went in there with uh, Trinity War Superman and killed people. Well, of course you did. He's Trinity War Superman. Or I went in there with um, Power Cosmic Spidey. Like, okay, good for you, but you knew that that was going to happen. Why are you surprised by this? But if you go in with, like, a Sandman... Like Howard the Duck or something, yeah. Yeah, like, like, that makes it more zany and fun, and your opponent sits down, and they're like, why are you using Howard the Duck? And you're like, because he's Howard the Duck, son. (laughs) And then, like, the, the... the banter that you can get going if this stuff starts working out in your favor in the middle of the game oh. makes it so much more enjoyable. Like, didn't see Howard the Duck coming, did you? You're talking about you talking down about his quack foo, but he just kicked oh. you in the face. Like, those are always more fun experiences for me than any of like meta or anything like that because it it really should be a community based game. That's what it was originally like kind of invented for. To sit around and just chuck superheroes at supervillains and just laugh about it and stuff like that. And I think that that was the roots of the game. That's what it should be. So just don't take the game too seriously. You're, you're, the entire game is based off of dice. How much can you really rely yeah, on that? Very true. Yeah, I, I have to go more of the same. To have a fun, silly game, there's just play characters that you honestly probably weren't going to play otherwise. Like, they're a ton of fun, goofy characters. That's also why Hidden Gems is pretty great. Getting to do a little callback here. It's just like to point out, you know, figures that get overlooked. So, 
definitely choose some fun figures. You know, you want to play the Squirrel Girl team with Chipmunk, Conky, Koi Boy, and whatever. You know, that that's awesome. Play the wacky characters. Play a team full of Kite Men. You know, hell yeah. Just make stuff that has fun. I know one venue in my state, this is kind of their silly wacky night, which it hurts my brain to actually do it, but they do power swap. They say, basically, X color is going to be this color for the night. So it's like, replace all your pink powers with yellow powers instead. And you don't know what they're going to decide to swap with because he draws them out of the hat every time. And this was one of the most fun nights I've ever played. So I, like, I made a whatever. I decided I'm just going to make an all-Captain America team. That way, if green or gray or whatever is good, it's going to be great. And I ended up, I think, having a bunch of Perplex and Impervious or something like that. It was, it was cool. It was fun. I really enjoyed Power Swap, so if you ever want to try that out, suggest it to your venue. It's going to hurt your head unless you have a big chart like we do for Power Swap, but it, it makes for a really silly game. And that's another thing is if you just don't play the same static uh, formats over and over again, make zany formats. If you make zany formats, sometimes just the format itself will adversely affect you, and sometimes it'll be great for you, and it'll just change things up and shake things up to the point where you can't even take the game that seriously. And if you can't take the game that seriously, then I think people inherently have more fun in it because you're not taking it seriously. So, like, try try sitting down with not, not your character, but, like, say you're playing with uh, three other friends. Get yourself, like, a gigantic colossal, like, uh, Fin Fang Foom or Galactus or something like that. Set them at full point dial, right? And then... Take turns actually running Galactus against your divided up team. So Galactus is like 1,800 points. If you play against three, uh, three people, you have three 600-point teams, and then you just try to defeat Galactus in like a scenario. If you play a scenario, then it's not player versus player, really. It's player versus the game itself because you're fighting Galactus. And then if you all win, then you all won together. And if you all lost, you all lost together. So it's more like team building and community and having fun and stuff like that. Shock the Turtles, another good game to play. Uh, another good format would be uh, King of the Hill for points uh, during like at ends of rounds and things like that. Like different formats are, are where the value in this game is. Faux shizzle, I like it. Okay, those, those are all the questions. Those are all the questions, baby. Okay, well, if that is all the community that we have for this week, I'm going to talk about a few things where you can find us, and then we'll get out of here. You can find us on Twitter at Dial H for HeroClix. That's the number four. If you want to search for us on Facebook, just search Dial H for HeroClix. If you want to send an email, people do that from time to time, just send it to Dial H for HeroClix at gmail.com. Uh, we don't have any birthdays this week, uh, but... We'd love to give you guys out uh, official Arabian birthdays. So if there's somebody in your venue that plays HeroClix, so you can get a hold of their birthday. You want to give them a shout-out on the podcast. It's your birthday or somebody that's special in your life. Um, we will give them a shout-out on the podcast for happy Arabian birthday. If you guys want to write in anything uh, for casual comparisons, anything for what you want to see on Hidden Gems or down on the value corner or anything like that, Go ahead and do that, and you can check out the last thing that I've got for you on Twitter, which is going to be the daily calendar entries for comic book trivia on Twitter. Uh, people seem to like those, and I like posting them as soon as I remember to do it when I get to work every day. So, uh, And it's interesting, just 
fun additional content to get you guys through the week like we like to do and entertain y'all. So that's what we do here at Dial H for HeroClicks. And I'm done. It's all you, Calder. All right, fantastic. I want to thank you all for listening. And if you actually made it to this one at the start of this week, I'm very impressed how fast you got through episode 200. So pat yourself on the back. And I will read us out of here. As a reminder, Dial H for HeroClicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. I lied. We forgot to do something. Oh. We need to give out Iron Man 3. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, we need to give out Iron Man 3. <laughs> oh. Okay. I so, glanced Iron over Man it. 3. You know, yeah, yeah, no, yeah you, you pick your favorite answer, Chris. I picked mine last week, and he's like, I don't want this. So how about you go ahead? You pick, <laughs> you pick your favorite answer, and I'll tell him the code. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to actually give it to Chris Kurtz this weekend. Uh, I, one, Chris Kurtz used to write in all the time, and I'm glad to see that he's back. Uh, writing in, and I do 100% agree. The the figures were act, awesome action poses. I think that's fun. So uh, we'll give it out to you. And what was the uh, what was the code word? So the new code word. Since I can't use you know, I can't use my other code word again. So we're gonna try a new one. All right. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Iron that Man Three. That has everything to do with Iron Man Three. That is a pivotal part in Iron Man Three. Don't pretend you just didn't pay attention well enough. Rewatch Iron Man Three. You tell me how much Dora the Explorer means to you. All right. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. My, 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 my side.